Now, just about 7.35 and got my eyes glued in the last couple of moments there to the situation in the United Kingdom with the snap general election called by Prime Minister Theresa May uh, now done in terms of voting, but they are being counted. Exit poll data suggests that this is a narrow Conservative victory, not enough for a majority, and possibly even this uh, calls into question what's going to happen with Brexit in the future. Uh, Let's uh, discuss further with Professor Catherine Bernard, Faculty of Law out of the University of Cambridge. Thank you very much for joining us. Good evening. Um, So what is the mood there at the moment, just looking at the seats counted so far? Two have gone to Labour um, and that's it so far. So we've got a long night ahead for you in the UK. But from what I've gathered, there seems to be great optimism from the main opposition Labour Party supporters, even if they don't secure what would be considered a victory. That's right. Theresa May um, decided to call the election for two reasons. One, she wanted to um, secure a a convincing victory over Jeremy Corbyn. And secondly, to strengthen her hand in respect of the Brexit negotiations so she could get any deal that she entered into through um, the British Parliament. And so she was anticipating about a majority of somewhere in a region of 130 or so seats. Now, at the moment, uh, it looks like, if the exit polls are correct, it looks like she will have um, a a narrow majority, but not an absolute majority. So it's a hung parliament. But but in the terms that she wanted to, she's actually not succeeded. Now, of course, this is early days. And as you say, we've had only two seats declared so far, two traditionally Labour seats. Um, There's another 630-odd to go. But um, certainly Labour are looking very enthusiastic about what's happened. As far as the exit poll data is concerned, though, how how much can we read into that, would you suggest? Uh, I think we saw uh, in 2015 some questions about how reliable it it was. Um, Also, of course, with the Brexit decision, um, we'd virtually seen the uh, Brexiteers concede defeat before it suddenly swung around. So um, do do you think that we can take this on its word? Yeah, well, this is exit poll data as opposed to opinion poll data, and the exit polls were um, pretty accurate in 2015, although they rather underestimated the strength of the Conservative um, uh, victory in uh, 2015. Um, but they have been spot on in previous elections. But it's very difficult to tell. Many more people now vote by post, and the, the exit polls don't take the uh, postal ballots into account. Uh, so, again, it's very close. It's really, most people accept it's too close to call, but certainly it's not the epic victory that Theresa May was expecting. No, but with it being so close, of course, it could um, could go either way. That's the, that's the old saying, isn't it? Um, Absolutely. And it also raises the possibility of what they call a hung parliament. For those of us here who are used to a different way of voting, a, a different political system, can you explain to us what that would be and then what it would also mean? So um, for a majority in Parliament, you need 326 seats. At the moment, the exit polls are predicting 314. So basically, a hung Parliament means, um, she. well, what she could do is to get into bed with another party and persuade that, that party to work alongside her. And that's what happened in 2010 when the Conservatives joined the Liberal Democrats. And that gave them enough to secure a majority in Parliament. But it inevitably means compromises. And it may be 
see that if these, uh, this um, exit poll is correct, it may be that the message that the UK electorate is sending to our administration is that we do want parties to cooperate because we've got the biggest challenge um, in peacetime ahead, which is delivering Brexit. But how likely is it that we will see a coalition? Uh, th this time around, the Liberal Democrats seem to be less willing. Um, Tim Farron has suggested there will be no compromises. Uh, obviously, we've seen Jeremy Corbyn stand up very firmly against Theresa May. W what do you see playing out there? Well, everything is possible um, in, in politics, particularly at a time of uncertainty. It may be that... Uh, Theresa May and the Conservative Party enter into a coalition with some of the Northern Ireland parties, the DUP, the Democratic Unionist Party. Um, another interesting possibility is what will happen to the Scottish National Party. How will they play out in this election? They were very dominant um, in the 2015 election and they took nearly all the seats in Scotland. So there is everything to play for. And of course, this is very early in the night because the um, uh, only two, two uh, votes have been called, 32 seats have been called. So a lot can change. So we don't want to hang too much expectation on some opinion polls. Yeah, well, I mean, at the moment, these, this exit poll data suggests that Scotland has backtracked significantly on the previous election's direction. Um, as far as UKIP is concerned, um, it has lost out tonight, it looks like. And, and in fact, that seems to be just about the end of a movement that uh, you, you would have thought, under the circumstances of, of terror attacks in the UK and driving um, Islamophobia, that a party like UKIP might have had a late rally, but the British public doesn't seem to be buying into that. Yes, that's absolutely right. And um, what we're seeing is that the... Um, UKIP party um, has really, the voters have fled from UKIP to the Conservative Party. So, so how much effect do you think the recent terrorist attacks did have on this election? Well, it became complicated because usually um, something as terrible as the terrorist attacks would drive people in the direction of the Conservatives, which is seen as a party of law and order. But the problem for Theresa May was that she was um, Home Secretary for seven years um, before becoming Prime Minister. And uh, the Labour Party were very effective in being able to lay on her the charge that she has cut police funding and cut the number of police officers. So actually the terrorist attacks, it was not quite clear how that played out in the election. Indeed. I mean, if, if, if the police are not being funded, then uh, it's going to make it very difficult to go along with this idea of, of a more secure country. And, and we've seen police officers themselves come out and criticise the lack of funding. Absolutely. But, but, Absolutely. but while that has huge domestic implications and so does healthcare, one of the issues that the world will be asking about right now is this Brexit situation. Is it possible that, that, that we're going to see a completely different direction on Brexit now after what would be a disappointing outcome for Theresa May? No, I don't think so. Brexit's going to happen. Uh, the question is, what sort of Brexit are we going to get? Are we going to get a hard Brexit or a soft Brexit? Theresa May was heading very much in the direction of a hard Brexit, and by hard Brexit, 
what that means is possibly no deal at all with the European Union or a deal which is um, based um, on uh, the fact that we fall back on the WTO rules, um, which means uh, tariffs for British goods being sold into the EU and EU goods being sold into the UK. Um, but a softer Brexit might mean um, a softer deal which does allow for some sort of um, uh, immigration, albeit restricted migration. And it may be that the upshot of this election, if the exit polls are correct, um, is that uh, people are saying, actually, Brexit's going to happen, but we don't want the most extreme version. We don't want to pull up the drawbridge with the rest of the world. Is it possible that we're going to see another general election in just a few months on the back of this? That's, that's certainly what some people are predicting at the moment. Certainly the former um, uh, Chancellor of the Exchequer, um, George Osborne, who was a Conservative, and the former Chancellor of the Exchequer for the Labour Party, um, uh, Ed Balls, have both been saying that there's likely to be another election very soon. Are there, I mean, having just had two results in so far, both going to Labour for what it's worth, it's, it's far too early to, to say anything. Uh, the, the exit poll forecast, just to reiterate, 314 seats going to the Conservative Party, 266 to Labour. Um, are there any particularly key constituencies to watch out for? Um, there are a number. Um, Amber Rudds, um, who's the current Home Secretary, her constituency um, uh, may uh, go, um, she may lose her seat, as is the most uh, pro-Remain Conservative, Anna Subri. She might lose her seat. Cambridge itself is interesting because it's a very close call, Lib Dem Labour. So there is there are many, many um, seats to, to, to watch out. And there's some very good information available on the BBC website, which will sort of list the seats to watch. Looking at another global issue, uh, the relationship with the United States, it seems to be a big talking point for everyone, uh, not least ourselves here in South Korea, of course. But does a weakened conservative position also potentially weaken Britain's uh, status with the US, given everything that's happening think, with Donald think, Trump right I, now? I, I, yeah. It was never that strong in the first place, but uh, it's certainly, uh, if Theresa May is weakened, uh, Trump will not want to associate with someone or uh, associate so fully with someone who's not seen as a success. Right. Well, thank you so much, Professor Barnard, for, for joining us today, giving us Pleasure. a sense of, thank you. of the situation there on the ground. Professor Catherine Barnard from the University of Cambridge. Just to reiterate, I mean, in the northeast of the country, we've got a couple of seats in with Labour holding positions, but uh, we've not yet got any of the big surprises. We've not yet got any of the really key constituencies that might suggest that, uh, we, you know, the exit poll data is wrong, for example. But uh, even if the exit poll data is spot on, we are looking at a perilous situation for the Conservatives and maybe, as we were seeing there, heard forecast by the likes of George Osborne another election in the next few months. I don't know how the British public would feel about that. From Korea's perspective, this may affect negotiations on a free trade agreement. This may affect uh, relations going forward and security and so on. Uh, I'm not sure whether the impact will be that great, but uh, that's the sort of area of speculation we could be looking at. Uh, if you want to have your say on this or any other issues this morning, Powder Sharp 1013 for 51 per message as a third seat has just gone to Labour.